I think one of the biggest challenge for the startups is building their case. So we assume that startups that enter in the program, they're understanding uh, who they're talking to and building this value proposition around the problem that they're trying to solve. Welcome to La Wagon Live. Today's guests are key players from the Montreal's innovation scene who have joined us for a conversation on the benefits and challenges of open innovation projects, especially in times of crisis. They are leaders from Centech, Osmo, Desjardins Lab, and Radio Canada, who shared with us their valuable insights for fostering more collaboration between startups and the corporate world. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, very happy to uh, to be with you tonight and uh, to speak about uh, open innovation, which is, uh, I think, uh, a big passion for, for all of us over here. So uh, I'm the Innovation Director at Osmo. Osmo, we're a non-for-profit that supports the uh, Montreal startup ecosystem. I lead uh, the innovation team. So what we do, we uh, build open innovation initiatives with uh, uh, corporations and startups. So in uh, 2019, we've worked with uh, Cascades, uh, L'Oréal Canada, Agropure, and Banque Nationale. All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invitation, by the way. Uh, true pleasure to share the, this panel with uh, Valérie, Jean-Philippe, and Eric. Yeah. Uh, Federico Puebla, I'm uh, responsible for open innovation at Desjardins. Uh, quick word on Desjardins. We are Canada's largest financial co-op, about 50,000 employees, uh, 7, million, 7 millions of members and clients. Um, and there, uh, what I do, I'm responsible for a couple of initiatives, among them um, the Cooperathon and the incubator, uh, which is called Startup in Residence. So uh, we're looking forward for a, for a great panel. Yes, uh, thanks everybody to be there. Uh, I'm Eric Letart. Um, I'm Chief Officer of Innovation for Radio Canada. Um, well, more well known as the RC Lab. So we are the um, innovation lab of our national broadcaster in Canada. And uh, we try and we have some success about um, making media more uh, modern and uh, competing with the Netflix, as we everybody know. So uh, some challenge, and I'm looking forward to speak to you about that uh, just a bit later tonight. Thanks. So the, 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 the last but not least, so uh, hello, everyone. So it's a great pleasure uh, to be there with my, my fellows uh, and as well as with all of you, of you guys. So I'm Jean-Philippe Poulain from Santec. So for those who don't know, Santec is a High, it's a incubator accelerator of high tech companies. It's one of the largest uh, uh, in Canada, and uh, we also launched uh, two years ago in 2018 a corporate innovation program, which uh, we welcome uh, corporate members uh, like Port of Montreal, uh, Siemens, CAE, uh, Thales Group, uh, and Siemens. Uh, so they are with us within our ecosystem to work with young companies, new technologies, and uh, consume innovation uh the innovation ecosystem and uh help them to do so so can't wait to talk to you about that amazing so maybe first to start maybe we have different uh knowledge and uh, people with different backgrounds in the audience uh can we start uh, just saying uh, what do you what do we mean by innovation uh, open innovation project maybe uh, an interesting way to explain what open innovation means is to talk about closed innovation um you know, closed innovation, it's usually when the, those novel ideas happen between the four walls of the company, whether it's a business unit uh, or your R&D department. 
And there's nothing wrong uh, per se about this process. It's just that it's very time consuming. Mm -hmm. So when you start opening, you know, to the flow of ideas from outside, whether it comes from startups or not-for-profits, you start accelerating your innovation process. Um, there are great advantages to this too. You have different perspectives, um, different point of view, and this breeds innovation, obviously. You develop your relationship with the external ecosystem, and there's a culture shift eventually uh, that you're trying to aim uh, when, when trying to do this. So, so those are the, the main points that I see to define what open innovation means. Yeah, and uh, and uh, to jump on uh, Federico, uh, exactly, and also coming from the the bigger corporation. So yes, like to accelerate uh, innovation is one part, and also for them, also if you go by definition to uh, some of the people, the open innovation there's like three big segmentation to one part. So you can either build, buy, or co-create. Uh, here, it's mainly in uh, in Centech, we uh, we go more for the co-creation a lot. Uh, so we do everything to help the big operation, but as well the smaller companies to uh, uh, to better work together. So that's really what we foster the most. Uh, uh, I would say, and maybe Federico, you can put more in, and also Eric, uh, like cooperation are not always keen to, uh, as aggressive to buy uh, like a lot of startups right off the bat, uh, compared to more, it's a more American style that uh, they, they, they buy very quick, very fast. Uh, but I think it's a great thing, and uh, and so so that's a bit that into the for the definition from Santec part. We do we do more the co-creation part of it, and we encourage that. Yeah, you know, uh, for our part, uh, as we are uh, a national company, uh, we we cannot buy a startup <laughs> to begin with. So, uh, <laughs> but we are very open to to work on a long-term basis uh, with startups and stuff like that. We already had uh, three hackathons uh, in-house, uh, open to uh, everybody. We uh, had other media that uh, uh, bring teams in our hackathon, so it was kind of really, really open, you see. Uh, and um, we also see open innovation uh, a lot uh, in-house, as we had a five-year uh, ID accelerator to help our staff uh, growing some, uh, you know, uh, innovations and skills and a better understanding of what it means to innovate, uh, just not aiming for the, you know, for a unicorn, but sometimes more small stuff and small project can be also very welcome. Uh, so we, we try to have this, you know, uh, two, 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 um, two parts of our innovation program as one with the outside, but a, a, bi a big one uh, to, to, um, to work with our own staff. Uh, and I think it's quite important, and I know that you do already do that at uh, Desjardins. Um, and um, I, I think that um, as we just uh, spoke before the, the, the beginning of this meeting, uh, you, you have you had some staff at Desjardins who uh, create a startup and then go uh, elsewhere. And this, this, this knowledge you can have when you are a part of a big organization and you can just create something new that can be a, a new company, a new project. And uh, do you have any uh, examples of like uh, projects that were really inspiring to you that you you, you had the, the chance, the opportunity to 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 work with and collaborate? Um, so uh, last year we um, 
we had an uh, open innovation program with uh, L'Oréal Canada, and uh, we have a, a success out of that. So we're very proud. Um, so uh, we um, we had uh, maybe almost 100 startups who applied, uh, startups that were uh, throughout Canada and even a bit in the in the U.S., and uh, we ended up selecting five to participate in the in the program. And we had uh, two from Montreal, and one of them was LiveScale, a Montreal startup uh, that is uh, specialized in live streaming shopping. And uh, so, in 2019, um, for a period of almost four months, we've worked uh, closely with them so uh, LiveScale could implement uh, their technology into the L'Oréal uh, tech environment. Um, and it ended up so 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 the goal was for for them to build this business proposal and to uh to test and validate their assumptions that they were saying uh, that they they could help uh, l'oréal gain x and uh, x x roi right and, uh, and and it ended up being a success because today they're they're scaling across the brands but uh the it's kind of also a double success um because uh with today's crisis with the, the pandemic right um, this this step that they took ahead, that L'Oréal took ahead of, of of working with startups and 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 being becoming more agile, more um more more innovative, uh, it ended up uh, to be a very good move because this kind of first mover position that they uh, they created in uh in, in working with with LiveScale uh, ended up to be a setup that was already in place for for them to today to adapt very quickly in terms of live shopping right um so uh, i think it's a it's another it's another success and a, a great uh, example of, of, of collaboration that is very inspiring and that can happen here in montreal in terms of like uh, what the the corporate uh, organization gains uh, you said uh, some great examples uh, maybe uh, you guys you can also share uh, something that uh, that you experienced already I mean, this is a great example of collaboration in Montreal, where the, we, we have this startup called Flare Systems. They're into the cyber tech world. Um, probably you know them. And uh, they're uh, the, one of the founders was an ex-Desjardins employee. Um, he was sharing his time between work and, and the startup in residence incubator. And I know he went through the Centec, one of the Centec incubators, and got funded um I think it's a million seat round with uh, um, Lush, Lush, who was Capital. The, Lush Capital, exactly. Yeah. And um, so today uh, he went from an employee to a vendor of the systems to Desjardins. So that's a great example, as Eric was mentioning. There's a lot of know-how, you know, there's a lot of innovator within large corporations that don't always think to leverage the startup way. And uh, I believe there's a lot of uh, potential right there. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, it is a, a great example. And uh, uh, also, even another, let's say, public uh, public entities, actually, they are our best, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, so we have a part of Montreal, but also we work with uh, Lotto Quebec. Uh, so we really, with Lotto Quebec, we started literally a startup from scratch. Uh, it's not, that was not their intention whatsoever. So. Uh, for sure, like really the approach is always to target uh, the right business need uh, with everybody. So that's the foundation. This is a, we all work like that here, actually literally our, all our methodologies do that. Um, so, so that's the main purpose. So, but once we targeted that, that business need or problematic or, or, or the challenge, really what we, we want to do. So within, let's say the Santa ecosystem, yes, we have a lot of startups, but we don't have all the startups in the world. Uh, so at one point we just use another 
uh, more the reverse pitch, the um, uh, MT Lab uh, work, uh, does that as well. Also, we do it a bit more like within uh, introduction to entrepreneurship class, like from uh, mm -hmm. from ETS, uh, but it's, so it's just smaller. And uh, it turns out like some of the students, they were doing a semester project on one of the Lotto Quebec business needs. And uh, they say, oh, that's that's interesting. The funny part was that the Quebec was just uh, the carrot at the end was, oh, but you come and you'll win uh, internship, like internships to Lotto Quebec. But they were a bit smarter than that. They say, well, what if we just cross the 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 hall and we'll just uh, start our own business uh, and do the accelerator at, at Centex? So they, so they started out with, oh, well, what do we do with what do we do with uh, a new business and stuff? But I, I was coaching them into that already. Like actually, they went much faster. So when uh, we goes back to the to accelerate innovation, this is exactly what they've done. They went so much faster. Bring like they brought something that even if we said that's what you have to do. Lotto Quebec didn't have the, the like the staff to to say well, we'll put a team to that. They have a, a other product line to to work on. So that's where the decision said, well, we'll we'll keep it in parallel and actually. A bit like uh, Flare Systems, like so they started uh, paying like MVPs and stuff like that to get uh, to get into and uh, like the the Lotto Quebec. So that was very good. So like the uh, the startup is called Hook Motion now. So if you so so that's a really uh, its own business and actually the basically Lotto Quebec started like created their own supplier. Uh, and after that, it's for sure, Pola Montreal is is, is 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 very good, very good. Actually, it's one of our are, are great ones like they, they they really adopted like the the model of open innovation that wasn't what they were shopping for when they first met us mm -hmm. uh, it was new to them uh but they they, they went full in and they, they come with business needs uh, uh we went really from something a bit tinier and we like we actually digitalized uh, the entire infrastructure of Polo Montreal, so 26 kilometers of digital twin so that was the first project they've done so that uh, a lot of people have seen that uh, we even digitalize a lot of their uh, identification process and stuff to accelerate. Uh, the, so it's really the foundation of what we're seeing coming and where they bring intelligence with other members of the ecosystem. So uh, we have a lot of great examples, but we really work on business needs. And uh, uh, all, all of you guys, I know it's that, but that's really important. If I may, uh, I, I will go at first uh, for a communication challenge as it's um we we often think that communication is quite easy because we know how to speak um but it's a whole different than that as sometimes just having a meeting uh for an hour you have the startup and the corporate team and they can i i saw that saw this so so so, so many times they, they can speak for an hour and at the end we try to 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 resume uh, what has been said, and nobody agree. Um, it's important to 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 get this communication issues from for, for us, uh, and that's why uh, when we start to work with a startup, we 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 try to do some uh, meeting that are not too much focused on business, but more on understanding each other, mm -hmm. um, and. We know, we know, and we will probably speak about that later. But there is also a, a time, a vision of time that is very different between a big organization and a startup, mm -hmm. uh, and it's all around communication. I don't know for uh, Desjardins or with startups at more Suntech, but well, I can definitely I share and I, and I see where you're coming with this. It's uh, 
I guess it's a cultural clash there. You know, mm -hmm. these are two mm -hmm. different worlds, uh, totally. Um, they don't share the same budgets. They don't share the same language. They don't share the same rate of experimentation. Um, so, so the big challenge is this cultural clash where, you know, you got to understand a large company um, has already found its business model. And, and the goal there is to, to basically repeat it over and over again and become good in, in operations where, uh, you know, an entrepreneur, on the other hand, it's not a career choice. It's, it's not a job, you know, it's, it's a calling. It's a passion for this guy. So we're, we're talking about these two different cultures. And sometimes what I see as a challenge is not having a translator, you know, not having that entity or that person who understands both the ecosystem culture and the, co the, the corporate one. And um, we had the chance to, to build an innovation lab and we played that role for a while. It could be your uh, VC branch, it could be your marketing, it doesn't matter. But to have this translation system between the two worlds, to me, that's one of the biggest challenges. Or if I if I can also add on the on the fight on the side of the uh, startup challenges, uh, I think one of the 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 biggest challenge for for the startups is building their case. So we assume that startups that enter in a program uh, that aims to to work with with corporations that they're they're ready, they're they're there, and they're in it for for the kill, right? Uh, but sometimes and, and a lot of times we see that they're they're not prepared enough and they're they're not. Um, hungry enough to build that case so um and if i can turn this challenge into advice it's it's, it's, it's maybe understanding uh, who you're talking to right this is this is not easy understanding the 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 whole infrastructure um matrix right organization um, organizational structure and and who they are talking into the the chain of command and and building this uh, this value proposition around like the the, the problem that they're trying to solve. So, uh, and and understanding where they fit into the the corporate offer. So, I think building the the case is one of them, and and also the as being a third party and being that, that having that role of translator, uh, because we're we're we are the third party, right? We're we're the, that that translator that that uh, Fide is is referring to. So we we we. One of the biggest challenge we have is is managing expectations from from both side, of course. But let let's talk from from the side of the startups because that's that's our audience right now. So it's about uh, understanding that um, this these corporation have, of course, lower pace. Uh, so so startups have this sense of urgency. Corporation have uh, very heavy uh, processes. So so for for them to understand that a decision can take a few weeks when it's just a yes or a no, or it's just a, a matter of implementing a, a solution in, in the infrastructure, and it can take six months. <laughs> so for them, it's like you just put <laughs> play and it's done. You know. So so managing expectation and. Uh, also managing that uh, internally, even we were talking about the whole organizational structure, they have different agendas. So even internally, so the startups, uh, that they will talk to, to one partner and, and another one inside the corporation is a totally different agenda. So, so managing those expectations and, and helping the corporation also align with their own internal uh, objectives, that's another thing. Um, Another thing about managing expectation is, is is that it's probably most probably that those startups will invest time right in maybe a, a collaboration that will not end up to be a deal at the end, uh, and and 
that they understand that this process is also good for, for them to, to gain knowledge and to gain uh, about a potential customer, about uh, validating, testing your, your solution with a real customer, with a real brand, right? It's a, it's a stamp of approval when you've worked with a big corporation also. So there's a lot of value, even if you don't uh, conclude the deal, but managing those expectations that it's not because you enter with a, in a discussion with a corporation that you're going to end up closing a deal. And that sometimes it's you might have a very good product, you might have a very good team, a very good technology, but if it doesn't fit in the corporate strategy, it's not going to work, and it's not because of you, you know. So it's 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 also com- that that um, the entrepreneurs don't get discouraged by it, no, because at the end of the day, business is business, right? And 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 you have to sell, and you have to knock at, at around like maybe ten doors to have a yes. So uh, yeah, those are my. My my biggest challenge that I've observed with startups. Yeah, no, I have a girl though. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, no, absolutely. Even uh, in terms of uh, the timing for everybody, like the joke I always make with new corporation, us we we try to work with uh, like with four months schedule. So every single time we want to to have a project is four months first delivery and a two months buffer. So let's say six months max. And always tell the corporation for sure, like in four months, if you look at it, it's time that you do two conference call and one meeting. And they try to laugh to say, no, no, it's not true. But oh, yeah, no, we saw you. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's been three months. Yeah. So it's a bit that. So basically, even us, when we start a project, we always plan already the meeting in four months to make sure we have the time of everybody. So, so for sure, there's a time difference. But that's a bit also the, the strength of having like an innovation uh, platform because mm-hmm. Us, we work in parallel and we just get the, the right input, right information at the right time throughout the way without involving too much the, the people and they come they come back. Oh, wow. All that was done in that, like in my last two conference calls. Yes, yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> so it, it, we use it a bit as a, as an opportunity uh, on our end. And for sure, in terms of the of the startups, uh, it's startups does one thing that are great at developing technologies, but they are not always good to ship technology. So that's very, it's a little nuance, but it makes a huge difference sometimes with uh, working with corporations. It's, ah, oh, here's my great tech, a new tech stack, da 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 yeah. uh, And you arrive and the, the corporation, yeah, no, us, we work with that environment. It's probably like 15 years or 25 or 30 years ago. Be careful. <laughs> API, I don't even know if API can be compatible with our stuff. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's the, that's the reality. So even us, uh, we go really as deep as that, like to ask those questions, uh, like very very early, just to make sure, like when there's a proof of concept to be built. That's what we do, like in four to six months. It's real proof of concept to prove that it can work. So mm-hmm. the corporation can make a business decision to say, I will invest more into that product line. And we, if they want to help, like us to help or like to go forward uh, with the startups, they can or they can even do it themselves with internal teams. But for us, that's our goal. So the, we want to equip the corporation to make business decisions after four to six, four to six months. Say, yeah, we want to put 100k, we want to put 50k or whatever amount they, they, that they judge is is pertinent. But we help them having that first proof of concept uh, with the startup. So basically, because also one of the biggest mistakes is that. So is you have the tech stack of, let's say, that startup, everything is cool, super fast, super agile, and you have the other one, the corporation. So they, they, there's a huge gap. And a lot of times they say, oh, yeah, build us a, a prototype. So they do it on their end. And after they just show, oh, here's what we have. And, oh, that's awesome. Like We see the demo works well. Okay, let's see if we can make it work. Oh, geez, it's going to take six months also just to make it compatible. So, And that's why everybody, like the corporation, it makes no sense. You spend 
six months to get a, like a prototype proof of concept, but it takes six months for your team to put it in so that it doesn't work. So basically that's why we're trying to really to minimize that, just to make sure I don't understand uh, like a bit of the infrastructure, just to make it very close enough. So actually that the time of, uh, of producing, uh, developing the proof of concept is much larger than the time it's going to do to implement it. So it's a bit, uh, a bit our ratio we're trying to, to minimize and it works, uh, it, it works pretty good so far. Yeah, pretty interesting what you said, because uh, despite all those challenges that you mentioned, it's a pretty interesting value for the, the big corporation to be faster and also for the startup to test, uh, as well as you said, uh, concepts and uh, uh, really uh, have the first big client. So uh, super interesting. Mm -hmm. And talking also about uh, challenges, we had uh, an extra challenges this last month, uh, COVID situation and everything. And I imagine uh, for a lot of companies, this might be an opportunity to pivot and uh, startups are thinking about a different type of business. And I, I wanted to ask you actually in this the new situation, I don't know if you have any advice uh, for people that are jumping to innovation projects uh, in this context of like uncertainty and um, remote work. I don't know if you have any specific advice for that. Yeah. Mm, for my part about the, this question is um, everybody is shocked. So you have to deal with that. Uh, mm -hmm. We have people who just never thought about um working from home on zoom most of the day and things like that so mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's a big uh it's a big change um not only uh professionally but uh, as a personal uh kind of challenge too so so we 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 put a lot of energy to to care about our staff at Radio canada uh and sadly we we saw some uh potential partner let's call them startups that uh, just get back to us and said uh, okay but we, you said we have a deal so uh, let's do this now and if anything i've changed at all because they are used to work uh, remote and stuff like that and i totally understand that there is a, a lot of uh, financial uh, challenge for them too mm -hmm. but you know, uh, we, we, we have uh, the national media to run and we have to ship content online and uh, on our broadcast before anything else. So um, t t respect people first, I think. True. So that's why on, on that, Eric, it, it's true. So it's kind of everybody got on the emergency side. There's some people who reacted well to like to the shock. So basically to being in the emergency mode, so that uh, us we've we, we've seen it also on the the, the startup uh, a bit like we we're discussing a bit before, um, to, on our startups for sure we have some who who striving they were able to do a bit of lateral moves and uh, and adapt um, some mm -hmm. products to gain some track time which is like kind of a derivative of what they're doing to make sure they they have something great so that's awesome we have a couple of those that they're they're still striving very very much and there's a others that are more like okay well that was my product and they were a bit like Valerie was mentioning uh they, they are not they are not to show the business case and stuff and they were still at that point for sure they are more lagging because they were they didn't have that first answer for their first product so those for sure they they, they are struggling a bit much but if we jump more on the corporate side uh actually some of them actually they were they, they were better for me i'm i'm, I'm more trouble like to to get in touch with them in the let's say the our physical days, uh, but now actually uh, it, it's going very well. I have more contacts, things are unlocking because I think they are able to manage more actually being remote, remotely as a, a bigger corporation. So that 
So and uh, even some like again like Paul Macho is doing very great. Talas Group, uh, they have like great like great initiative. They want to consume and help their people as well. So Paul Montreal is very much about their uh, their people. Talas uh, mm-hmm. as well very helping their their own uh, like everybody else and stuff. So they they're very into those solution opening up. So you'll see a couple of them coming soon. Uh, very to opening to everybody to be inclusive and. Uh, to actually have that so it's going to be very interesting uh so i've seen we've seen a bit of everything uh in santec for uh on the, the the startup side but as well in the corporation we've seen uh, uh we are working with very good ones and they're extremely open so we do great due diligence so a couple of projects will come out also we'll even share to see if uh, the ones wants to uh to, to to participate and things like that so Okay. Um I think also this uh, this crisis is a great opportunity to uh to uh to go back to the uh, lean startup principles, right? To uh put the customer in the middle of 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 uh, of, uh, of the situation or the tra- the problem you're trying to solve. So <clears throat> an advice that I would have for them is fall in love with the your customer's problem. So if you have a potential partner, try to understand his pain, try to uh, to gain knowledge about this pain, to understand it. And before talking to them, um, find as much information that you can find online about that and, and build an assumption, right? And use the time you have with key decision makers to validate this assumption instead of asking them things you can f- find online. So, so for me, it would be uh, that advice to put the customer in the middle of it and fall in love with this problem. And, and I think that um, you know um, a lot of people or startups uh, have to to find new ways to do business, and it's totally fine. And they often aim for the low hanging fruits. But I'm questioning um, a lot with my team uh, those days about uh, those who choose to see the long tail of that. What what, what this crisis will change on the long run in our way of working, in, a f- in our way of uh, doing. Uh, our business, uh, of course, as a media company, how do we will plan to to still create content on the long run? Uh, and if we have, you know, uh, had some uh, backslash on this uh, crisis, because it could happen, you know, uh, can we already start to think about? Uh, okay, we have now to be enough flexible to move from physical to digital and get back back and forth almost uh, painlessly so so i'm curious about startups to think on the long run and i don't know i don't think there is much of them if i if i could add on that you know when it, when we're talking about the crisis uh, we're talking about timing and um You know, timing, uh, it's funny when, when you do a lot of uh, some of research and you see the timing sometimes comes first as a success factor for startups, even before funding, sometimes even before the business model or the idea itself. And um, and timing, like if you look at, for example, Airbnb, they came up in 2008. It was the high of the recession, right? Mm-hmm. And when you when you think about it, you know, the idea itself was like sharing your space with strangers. I mean, you got to be crazy to do that, right? Even like a totally irrational idea at the mm-hmm. time. And even investors passed on of this, this idea at the beginning. But the timing was great because people needed new ways to make money, right? Yeah. And and they seized the, the situation. So I believe today is no different. I believe uh, 
there are great opportunities for startups to 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 collaborate with with large uh, co uh, corporates and helping people finding new ways to make money. This is a crisis like we've been through yeah. in the past. So so timing is everything. Yeah. From the startup perspective, from the startup world, we're in a very great era that's beginning. Exactly. That's true. Super inspiring. And uh, if we, if there are people inspired in the audience and maybe they are working for companies, they want to create like a, an innovation project uh, in terms of we spoke a lot about mindset and people that are people are so important uh, in terms of like recruiting the best people. What type uh, of skills are important to lead this type of project, uh, if, either if it's like inside the corporation? You know, building, uh, I had the chance to, to, to build a couple of great teams these last years and I find that, you know, the quality number one, uh, it's uh, being comfortable with ambiguity, um, you know, because it's it's super hard, to be honest, working in innovation. Mm -hmm. You can have the best idea in the world. There's so much uh, churn and there's so much, uh, I mean, politics, that's reality. It's no different than Javan for any large corporation. And there are reasons, good reasons for that, by the way, just that you got to navigate your way through. And um You know, uh, Jeff, Bezos, Jeff Bezos often says, if you, if you don't want to get criticized, don't do anything new, you know, because <laughs> the moment you start doing something new, people are going to start judging you from their perspective. And that's just human nature. Uh, but, and that's fine, by the way. It's just like, got to be ready and comfortable with that. And then having that, even for internal champions, even for entrepreneurs, having that entrepreneurial mindset, you know, where where you see these hustlers, you know, they don't give up, they, they persevere, um, they're able to get through through internal processes. Uh, that's not that easy to find, you know, that DNA of an explorer, of a pioneer, uh, that's something that's, that's very rare, you know, and, and obviously, yes, I think was Eric who said it, to be resilient, um, uh, someone who, and, and to be even misunderstood for long periods of time, You know, it's 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 something that attracts a lot of people. But once they get, <laughs> they see that it's a whole new ball game. It's it's really hard. So to to be comfortable with um, with ambiguity, uh, having that entrepreneurial mindset and resilient, to me, those are the three uh, main characteristics of uh, an innovation team. Um, maybe nice, nice. Totally agree with that. By the way, um, I will may have two things. Uh, first, of course, we spoke about that before. Um, uh, great communication skills, because um, I want to speak uh, with uh, founders, with people with different background, and I want my team to be able to uh, put themselves into those kind of shoes and deal with that easily. Um, and the second thing I will add is a lot of curiosity. Uh, things change so fast and you have to, to work on so many different kind of projects, uh, because, uh, I, I'm, it's a joke, but not so much when we think about this, because when, when I looking for startups on when I have uh, internal clients that came to their setup and asked for a project, a product, something like that. Uh, I can have a journalist. I can have uh, the people who drive our uh, truck floats. Uh, we have uh, hundreds of trucks uh, around Canada. And we also have a satellite. So we can have those kind of projects and kind of this kind of problems. 
and you, you want people who love to um, to to deep to go deep down into new new challenges. Um, it, it's go it's go a lot with the in, in entrepreneurial kind of mindset, but this passion to 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 go through a lot of data and to learn, always learning, is essential. Yeah, and I want to well, go. Was, was, no, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. okay, yeah. So, because I just want to jump on uh, and those two, and one uh, that uh, Fabrizio was mentioning is really the to be mis misunderstood. You will because I, I guess as corporate innovation, like the, the the person innovation, director innovation, or the person who's get who's in touch with the ecosystem, you start getting closer and closer, being being there and actually and uh, getting contact with people like uh, Valerie and myself. And at one point, I think it's it, on my end. I've seen I've seen a lot. Like, it's like we kind of we become a bit like part of that team uh, as well, like within the corporation to to help those teams, like especially those people, because they like that we so mentioned is is very hard. It's not it's not easy for for innovation team to bring innovation within the corporation. Uh, they have fun when they they get out. They like for especially from where. The perception that they have, like they're perceived, like oh yeah, they just have fun. They go in all those like I said, parties all the time, see startups. It's, it's, they have the fun, the, the, the fun jobs, and us, we have to work to get their product in. So we work a lot with that, and also it's great to to be able to be supportive uh, from a, for, from an outsider in and stuff. So I have a lot of people with, with whom I'm working with uh, within the corporation. I said I'm always there for them. So I said if there's something, we'll prove. The innovation will work because at one point it's hard. Like you, you hit your head a, a lot of times in different departments, different new projects, new new headaches. Uh, so that's why we were there, and we be, and that's why we can be very supportive uh, as an outsider, but uh, helping. And so that's why we do a lot of that role as well to to keep the motivation in because it can be very hard on 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 both sides. Because us, it's like we we see the fun part to an extent, but we want the same thing at the end is as to increase innovation within the the company. So that's why like uh, that's the part also we we, we play with half, half my feet in the, in the corporation and I'll go present uh, it, with the, the innovation team to help to make sure it's like it's going to work like trust it's not only him it's it's all of us with him or with her sorry uh, like within the, the, the innovation team so that's uh, that, that, that's one point we work very hard to to help the corporation with. So just want to add <laughs> for from the for the startups uh, team to put in place, right? We we might think uh, that they're maybe too small to put a team in place, but uh, I have an advice about that because uh, usually we think it's 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 the founder. Yeah, most of the time I see the founder uh, managing the relation with the corporate, but sometimes when they're a bit bigger, uh, I've seen that uh, they might assign a project or a project lead, and I've even seen some of them assign new people that were there for a few weeks. So uh, it sends my advice is 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 go as the founder, build that relationship because if you put someone else in place, it sends a different message uh, to the corporations. Unless, unless this person is 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 there since uh, since since a few years and knows the whole company and, and is very serious and 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 as as the end goal in place of the of the collaboration. So, um, yeah, the founder. I think it's a, the the right team in place is the founder needs to be there. That's that's the main. Uh, awesome. So actually, I will. I see there. There are some questions already for uh, from people here. I'll ask my my last one, and then we move uh, to those uh, questions. Uh, I wa actually wanted to see our vision uh, for uh, Montreal and Canada. How do you feel uh, the innovation ecosystem is uh, here? And uh, if you have any opportunities to share uh, with the people that are listening to us? Yes, uh, I would say 
were behind, but they were doing good. Uh, were behind, but I actually, uh, what my perspective is, I think this uh, coronavirus slash COVID nineteen. Uh, I think it's it's been a so far a good thing on the innovation ecosystem so far in terms of people trying to gather a much more or looking for each other much more. So I think that's the positive side of it. Uh, or look even more to be because with all the delays, for example, of shipping and, and stuff, so people just look for a logistic point of view to look closer to them. So this is what I've seen, uh, I've seen so far. Uh, but I think it's an opportunity. We can uh, jump on it. I'll actually let the Valérie uh, talk more about it. I'll just support it. And uh, But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, in the, and I'm on the same page as you are. We This is something we're, we're working on. Uh, at, at Osmo and uh, the, the team from uh, Bonjour, uh, Bonjour Startup and and let's take community tech. They've been working like with with uh, startups. I've been working with corporation uh, for like twenty years. So community tech is not very far from from here. It's it's a uh, it's in uh, Waterloo, Ontario, and and Europe. They've established the practice for for over ten years, and uh, for for them is is is, uh, is 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 very casual, right? To to have those those type of collaboration with with startups and and big corporation. I'm, I, I even suppose that they don't even need a third party, right, <laughs> to to collaborate with them. Uh, it's 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 very common. Um, but but I I think and and I didn't get, catch your your question, Jean Philippe. So correct me if I don't answer it cor- uh, correctly. But um, I think it's a good thing because not being very far in the process of open innovation, it it also enables a lot of opportunities for for uh, for for startups and and corporation and and. We we are right now building a, a great initiative that Centec is 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 uh is part of. Um, this uh we're building an open innovation platform for for corporation to and and governments to host those challenges and and for startups to to be able to have this kind of a uh one one stop shop right where they have all the challenges of of the corporation and they have it creates a lot of of, of business opportunities for them. So um, so yeah, I think it's it's a uh, being far ahead, it's not good. We'd rather be 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 more advanced into it, but we look at it as a lot of opportunities to to move it forward. And I think we have a, a great uh, great actors in the ecosystem that uh, that do play a very great role right now of of um, of building this culture of open innovation and and uh, trying to bridge the the gap between those two worlds. So. The good news is that we're there. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, was that your question? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't a question. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, no, but uh, but yeah, no, I agree. It was even just uh, to, to to close up on, on like on on that part is uh, is really that I think we were a bit behind, but there's a, a lot of great initiative uh, from for, from good players to go to, to have a, to set the, the the ground there for corporate mm-hmm. innovation. So. Basically, what you need for that open innovation to be ready is a startup be ready, have like a, something to offer, and the, on the other side, like to have corporation ready to accept them, uh, mm-hmm. and also in a corporation from every challenges that we mentioned uh, just before uh, throughout like this uh, this uh, this discussion is really be ready if you if you're looking for you don't know how to get into this. Uh, there are organizations that are there, like you have uh, you have Osmo, you have Satec, you have uh, even uh, Bonjour Startup Montréal. <laughs> you have Zoo, you have Zoo, you have... exactly. So, so they are great partners, and even uh, for, for for the fan, uh, like uh, in the fintech, uh, so so they are great partners. Uh, 
as a corporation, I would just say, like, if you go, like, don't don't hesitate to say, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I want to learn fast and I want to do it right. Uh, and, and you'll see a lot of people, like, uh, the, the people working in that space, they, they're ready to help you. Uh, and, and everybody's got to come together because it, it's not easy. Uh, and as I say to all my corporate members and partners is, we are the expert of the ecosystem. You're busy enough to be an expert of your industry yeah. and your business. And that's how we work together. So us, we'll talk the same language. We'll, we'll learn each other how to, and, and different things. Uh, if you don't know something, uh, nobody's looking like a fool. It's like, I don't know everything. I don't know everything that's in your business. Uh, I'll challenge you on different things. You'll challenge me on a lot of things, but that's what's going to be fun. And uh, at the end of the day, it's, uh, we, we, should, we share trust and we'll be able to... Uh, to rebringing better innovation, better uh, uh, understanding of your business, a better understanding of what the ecosystem can offer, uh, at which level, and and for what. So uh, I think it's it's all about that. It comes back to what Eric was mentioning: communication is there. It's mm -hmm. all it's it, all the points that we we mentioned are there, and it's just building on trust, like to to be to, to do it together. So that's a bit that. If I, if I could add on that, uh, they said it takes about 20 years to build a healthy ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, so we, I think we've been active here in Montreal for the last 10. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, are we making progress? Yes. Are we behind? I think so. At least that's what some genome report says. Uh, I think we're going to get into the top 20. And I think this is a, a goal that Bonjour Startup Montreal takes very seriously, you know. And I'm mm -hmm. really hoping for the next years to, to have more collaboration between the, the different initiatives, the different accelerators and hubs, and um, to have more momentum, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I think... Uh, I think there are great opportunities of collaboration, not only between corporate world and startups, but between the these translators that we're talking about, but between the hubs, between the initiatives, um, I think that's missing in Montreal. And I think that's something that even other cities are doing better than us. So, um, but uh, you know, we've got to keep on and keep moving forward. And if I may just add something, as I'm in the public sector, um, I know we are traditionally laggards we we arrive last it's okay but uh, we we are arriving and uh, i see on both federal and provincial uh, government that are more and more interested in everything startup not just on a perspective of you know um, having some um, parties or stuff like that at startup fest but more like okay we we really need the, those expertise and we want to go there Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, and, and the, the good and the funny part of that is we that is that we, we are not uh, we have no competitors. If uh, you work with Radio Canada, and I see a needs from, let's say, uh, Canada Post, uh, I, I will of course open every door I can because we are not against each other. So maybe the public sector can be uh, quite positive uh, for startups that want to work in this slow environment but uh, where we you can grow without having uh, too much uh, challenge over uh, who you work with and everybody is helping each other so it's maybe something we, we can think of in the next years thank you for listening to Lewagon live tune in next week for another episode if you haven't already make sure you subscribe